the JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks podcast, episode number a number. We discuss the competitive hero clicks environment as well as any alternate formats that are currently relevant. I'm your host, Jay Solomon, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts who are all much better hero clicks than me. We have regular co-host Devin. We also have recurring on the show, who's been on the show a bunch, Paul. Hello. And we have recurring on the last episodes, I still need to release Azeroth. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Uh, and we have uh, from Coffee and Clicks, Anthony Bruno. How you doing? To discuss the uh, tournament you just ran, which everybody, I mean, you didn't play, but everybody else in this call, but but Devin played. So Devin's kind of alone and sad right now. So we're going to just generally talk about our experiences in the tournament and then talk about some of our, I guess, takeaways from the event and then some of us played an event where War of the Realms was legal so we got to see some of the stuff being played so yeah uh, one second I'm getting a call no okay um so yeah so I guess I'll go first I'll try and go quickly because I did the least good uh so I played and uh, made it to the top 16 I played a scientist theme team with, sorry, somebody's calling me again. With some number of flashes and high evolutionaries. Nothing over 30 points. I'm actually curious if I could figure out, if I could, if I could name his team. It was like plus 13. Four flashes, two high evolutionaries, Nathaniel Richards, Molecule Man, Valeria Von Doom. Mr. Mr. Oz is 40 points. I don't know if he played Mr. Oz. Sorry, uh, that was my... Lex Luthor. Oh. I don't know what the last two are. Giganta Prime. Well, this one wasn't plus 13, right? This was only plus 11, right? Um, oh. I'm actually going through all the build sheets right now, trying to find it. This one was plus... Thir- no, this was plus 12. Okay. Teen Lantern, Giganta Prime, two flashes at 30 points, two flashes at 20 points, Ultra Humanite, Brainiac, Molecule Man, High Evolutionary, the not the animal one, the other one, Dr. Claire Finn, Wesley Crusher, 15 points, so the one with the special perplex power, and the WWE ring. I was In retrospect, off. I should have played I should have played the Wizard for multiple reasons, the Wizard Prime. Instead of Giganta? Yeah, for sure. Uh, just because my control is good against uh, is uh, Quake is good against me, so my control and her is good against my team. Yeah. So same with how I I, I stopped playing the twenty point flash, uh, the second one because that one has a Quake as well. So mm. yeah. So I was you were just listing off my team while I while I got that phone call. I was call. trying to see if I could guess it. Yeah, but yeah. I was I was uh, kind of off. Yeah, my build sheet is misprinted. It says plus eleven. It's supposed to be plus twelve. Uh, I have had variations as high as plus 13, but not. Uh, I said uh, Mr. Oz, but I should have known better because he's 40 points. He's too many for you. Yeah. Oh, I had the Cadmus Labs thing, which I 
never use. So, yeah, that was give, give charge flash battle fury. Sounds good. No, no, sorry, the, the location bonus, not the character. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so it was very useful. So I played. I only played two two games because one of my opponents, Mappinger, ended up uh, conceding or dropping from the tournament. So I played against Aaron Young, who was playing a bunch of monsters and stuff like it was like Venom, Magneto, obviously. I think Venom Wolverine, Black. No, it was Venom Rogue. It was like Venom Rogue, Blackheart, like just a just a bunch of monsters. They were monsters yeah. doing monster stuff, and then basically. Uh, that was a kind of a close game. It was like seventy to like sixty or so. it was it was relatively close because I I won map put us on negative zone. I had a bunch of barrier. Yep. And yeah. I think uh, Venom so Rogue is actually it. still good even after the errata. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, she's reasonable for sure. Uh, and then I played against Miles Kane, who had a JLU or sorry, I mean a team with a lot of Justice League Unlimited rules on it because he had Doctor Fate. He also had a Giganta. Uh, he had the Bombshell Wonder Woman. Uh, so not the shifty focus Wonder Woman picking up using the lasso to Giganta, uh, me. But basically, yeah, Giganta trying to Giganta me. He had the uh, Superman who can make an attack after knocking back a character, like all the Justice League kind of stuff. Uh, I went map again. I mean, uh, there as well. I put us on negative zone, and then his Giganta missed because there were a lot of problems either way. Yep. Um, so yeah, and then. And then I lost a very sad game to Thanos in top 16 to Jackson. Not much to say. Uh, Thanos is just really good against my team because he can mind control me and I can kill a lot of my own characters and uh, not get to attack him at all. So, yep. I also realized that I should have been playing a different variation. There was a better uh, variation of my team that I should have been playing anyway to be able to maximize my use of Lex Luthor with enhancement. So, that wasn't a very uh, compelling game, really. But. Yeah, so um, that was me. Do you, um, so, do you have any interest um, after after playing um, playing against Thanos in this event? Any interest in trying to fit the modifier on your build? Um, I mean, I'm not really playing this build right now, so I don't know. I haven't thought about it, but probably could be put right. in somewhere. I mean, definitely, it, it definitely like one. I mean, if I was gonna play an object, that would be the object. I just don't know if I would play an object on principle because Scarab. Sure. So. Scarab is good, I mean, so... But yeah, basically... If, if I was to play an object, yes. The, the question is just if I was going to play any... Whether you would play one. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean... Nothing, nothing that, that's come out of War of the Realms has changed that team. It's just that team is still exactly as viable as it was before. Mm-hmm. Although, we'll see how much they have. I mean, Thanos has won a couple events, so... Turns out Flash is... A really good character, and so is High yeah, Evolutionary. Flash is really good. Yeah. And so is Molecule Man. <laughs> Those are all good characters, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Paul or Azrith, if you want to talk about your team yeah, and your pod play first. Sure. My team was a monster team. I've been playing, you know, versions of this for a while. Uh, you know, the pretty much the normal good stuff you see from monsters, Commissioner, Venom, Magneto, Moloid, Wendigo, Storm, Meek, uh, Sky Tyrant, Scott Porter. I guess Scott Porter and Meek are a little out there, but and then Orange Proteus. But Sky uh, Monsters just doesn't have a ton of great perplex options if you're not playing the uh, um, yep. perplex reality gem. drum. 
Yep. Yeah, the reality gem. Um, so instead of the normal uh, power gem and reality gem, which I think is pretty standard on monsters these days, mm -hmm. I was playing alchemical fire and radioactive clay, and that's where the, the team gets different because it can uh, power up um, scarab. A, I was going to say, you had a scarab, right? Yeah, yeah. There was a scarab. Scarab shooting through walls is like kind of the primary or yeah it's it's sometimes the primary attack strategy when uh when it's not you know sky tyrant doing sky tyrant things um so the the team often plays as uh you can snipe them from ancient hold and make them move up halfway or more to to engage you um because you can just stay in your starting area uh, shooting either through their equipment or just Molloy brings up an equipment. Uh, and because because Scarab has a, a range of 10 with the radioactive play, it's, you don't actually have to bring it up that much. Yeah, it's pretty safe. Yeah, because Molloy can walk, drop the, um, the uh, light object, and then sidestep back. So it, it it's not it's it's not that much of a commitment to have the moloid out there, um, uh, but sometimes that doesn't work. Uh, so like the first game I played was against a defensive shell, um, and I really wanted to. Uh, so the reason I have Storm Prime on there is because I thought like these kind of defensive shells were, were going to be popular, and I wanted to break up formations. And that's basically how the, the game went. Um, is uh, they, he had like the uh, the demon in the armor. Uh, I think Guy Gardner was his attack. Uh, Green Lantern, the, the seventy five point Green Lantern that gives out like nineteen defend and mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, the catcher's mitt thing. I forget what else. Galactus. There was probably a Faust on there. Faust is really good. Um, probably to chalk it. Yeah, too. Faust, Harry Leland tends to be there. Yeah. Yeah, things like that. I think there was a Harry Leland. You yeah. know, stuff to, to be like, you can't hit me. And, uh, you know, Storm just kind of either gets carried up, and then within six, she can just send things back. Um, so so I, I I showed that I could, could uh, you know... Uh, and the, the other the other thing that, that's cool is that for those like insanely high defense um, uh, teams, uh, Scott Porter can make you crit on a, a 10 through 10, 11, 12, and crit yeah. still automatically hit. So that's just a kind of cool interaction of like, well, you, you have to move up a little bit because, you know, I, I, I do have a, a reroll in my, my theme probs and can just, you know, just try to hit a 10 or 10 or 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's basically how it went. He had to move up a little bit. Storm Storm broke up the defensive uh, formation so that I can actually like Sky Tyrant things and uh, Scarab things. And that's about how that went. Uh, the next was an Avengers swap. Um, so he had, uh, this was Alex, and it was, it was Lewis playing the last one. Uh, Avenger swap. He had the Black Widow that uh, could swap into um, make your team immune to improved targeting, which is mm -hmm. tech for Thanos, uh, and happened to be 
tech for what I was trying to do with Ancient Hold, so I couldn't take him to Ancient Hold. I took him to a wide open map. Um, he didn't actually, and then he didn't actually swap into uh, the uh, that. Uh, he had a Captain Marvel, which was really good, but he had so um, his Captain Marvel was he used as his main offense, and that took out like two Indigo, I think, maybe something more as well. Um, but he had to like Captain Marvel is kind of short range, like he's like a six range, I think. Are oh, you talking about Marvel Prime? Yeah, Marvel. Yeah, Prime. he's a five range, five running shot. Yeah. Range, yeah. So it was yeah, a shield. So like it could, if he gives it to a wild card, it could be better. But yeah. Yeah. So so it was because it wasn't like a huge range. Um, it it made not just him, but also the venom magneto like a little too close. So I was able to uh, get a lot of points off that and eventually wipe the team. Um. But yeah. Um. And then I mean, Captain Marvel is good against you if I'm playing it and I win map because I made a version of it that does that. And then, like, if I win map, it could be fun. But yeah, yeah. If if you have a bunch of like giant sized things and it's hard to spread out the forces, they can. I mean, that figure is just really good. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I'll just take any excuse to plug to like tell people that that figure is really good because it is. Yeah, him with uh, him with Dark Phoenix is a really really good pairing for while Dark Phoenix is still modern legal. Yep. So yeah. Paul, um, so he Paul, thought when was you good. When, was it? So with your team, you would I'm just trying to s- figure out how you used Scarab with the objects. Um, you used you you used a Moloid to carry an object up where you wanted to mind control from. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So 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 the. The Moloid sidesteps the first turn, picking up the light up. Second turn, he walks forward seven, or usually six, um, drops the, the light object. I then attack through that with a range of 10. Mm-hmm. And then the Moloid sidesteps back to uh, to pick the object up again. And that's usually putting him uh, behind a, a wall. Now, do you yeah, place any that's... other objects like, or like, um, oh, so you just have that one light object? Yeah, you have two equipments. Right, I'm looking at your build right now. So yeah, you have two equipments, and then you have the light object, and then whatever, whatever they happen to have. Okay. Paul, yeah. how how rough is it if you lose map? How rough is it? I lost map twice, uh, and well, one of the ones was to to Patrick and to Pat. <laughs> it's not the worst because because uh, um. So because Scarab is uh, Scarab is good at like like on the on the um, Sky Tyrant. So l- let's talk about the skin, Ken Small uh, uh, game where I sure. lost map. Sure. Um, so that time I did lose map. It was a f- coin flip, I think. For I think we both had plus elevens. Um, so. Orange Proteus can make a lot of barrier on his own, mm-hmm. um, and he, and I can do a lot of like, um, I, I have a lot of stealth as well, so it's not the worst uh, defensively. And also like, so he had a Sky Tyrant that was equipped with a, I think he was equipped with a Power Gem, if mm-hmm. I recall correctly. So he knows that on his second turn he has to get the Sky Tyrant in there, or it's just going to be outwitted the rest of the game. Right. 
because Scarab just so so it's not the worst defensively. Um, it, it it does kind of like because he was like, huh, I, I need to. Oh, I honestly, if, if it were me in that, I just wouldn't even equip Sky Tyrant. Right. Well, I mean that's 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 a defense as it as you know on its own. Yeah. 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 Especially against like a team like yours that like you don't really need the five damage. And you're already getting the bonus to attack from his trait. Right. Yeah, you probably don't even need to equip Tyrant in that matchup. Which protects him from the Scarab. Yeah, I also just would not equip and make myself vulnerable to Outwit with a figure the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's not what he did. And and yeah. so, yeah, it makes, it makes losing map a little bit easier when you can just basically either force Sky Tyrant to go into suboptimal positions or basically take him out of the game entirely. Right. So, so like Scarab's not bad on the, um, on the defensive ongoing second. Orange Proteus is really good. Um, however, the, the big thing I do lose to is like, it, it is hard for me to spread out my team enough. <laughs> it is hard yeah. for me to spread out my team enough. Um, so yeah, it's it's not it's not bad, but you, you're definitely wanting to go first. Uh, yeah, I mean last last uh, tournament I I um, I lost quite a bit on map and still managed to make the cut. So it's not like it's not terrible. Um, so yeah, so that's about how the the the, the Ken Small monster. He was also playing monster. That's about how that went. I lost map. There was enough. Uh, that was a weird game because it, it was like, um, it was, we kept killing like, like I think I got his, his uh, he was playing the, the Wonder Woman Prime that like was a monster. Yeah. The Black Lantern um, one. The Black Lantern one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's what's cool about monster builds is like, there's a lot of, you know, he obviously he made cut and was was doing well with that. There's a lot of versions versions out there, and there's a lot of like playable stuff to add to monsters. Um, the keyword is so deep, yeah. right? Yeah, like, well, it even has the firstborn. Top, the top three, no, firstborn is not a monster. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, um, no, he's not. Um, no. He's mystical, not a monster. Um, uh, but I mean, the top three, the top three builds that were in the or the top three builds from the event were three different monster teams. Right. Very yeah. different. Like a couple yeah, of different figures. But. I mean, I think, I think Pat put it best where he said that, uh, you, Paul, have an orange Proteus while he has a green <laughs> Proteus. Mine was very different from your two's. Yeah, yours was very different. Because he Mine didn't was, have a Proteus at all. Mine I had a Proteus. Oh, you had an orange Proteus, right? Yeah, right, mine was right, also orange. Oh, well, you're all wrong because I think the answer is actually both Proteuses. I mean, that's so. not bad. Uh, the the equipment is the big difference because that that it's a uh, this gives me an extra attack route where I can attack through through walls. Yeah. Whereas uh, um, Power Gem and uh, Reality Gem are just more powerful. They your your numbers are just bigger. Yeah. So you uh you went for a different avenue. Pat right. went for like the more standard, and then I had an offensive and a defensive right. option. Right. But it is a good it, it is a good example of if you change like one or two figures on a team, it it becomes a new team. 
because yeah. that yeah. plays a lot different than uh yeah i mean the the jubilee thing is a pretty big difference the ju- jubilee thing is a pretty big difference yeah so he jubilee versus scarab yeah that's so that i think that's kind of how the monster teams have evolved is kind of like there needs to be a way to get around barrier and radioactive clay is one of them jubilee is one of them you know yep i've seen some people do some other stuff it's it's good um yeah, uh, the new Chase Hulk from Empire. He's a good monster barrier destroyer. Okay, doesn't Wonder Woman... Am I making it up that Wonder Woman go, has improved targeting... He has improved, She has improved movement characters. Oh, it doesn't go through... Yeah. She doesn't go through blocking. Chase Hulk does. Okay. The Chase Hulk from Empire or, or She-Hulk? The from, Chase uh, Hulk... Both of them. But the, 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 Chase, the Chase Hulk from Empire is a giant, has improved movement characters, and destroys blocking. And he's a 50-point monster. Nice. One that's a horseman, and he's got like a super cool blades power. So the the other game against Isaac, uh, ancient I, that one I was able to go to ancient hold because um, uh, he had, he was playing his X Men swap um, with Emperor and, Gladiator, right? Yes. Yep. He did not have Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, he had Emperor Gladiator, two maggots. Uh, I know he had a spin ring. The, the the cables you know pretty pretty standard stuff um i guess i guess the 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 cool thing that he he added on was uh space gem um and that gives like so that gives gave i'm making that up that that gives plus two to speed plus two speed phasing it, plus one to speed passenger oh, yeah it's passenger two passenger Isaac yeah. is a pretty big fan of taxis that aren't dedicated taxis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was fair. that was pretty cool. That was uh that 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 took me a little bit by surprise because like Emperor Gladiator's range and speed is so high that that one extra square and that one extra um spin ring square yeah. like really added up. I well yeah, because it gives him an eight range, an eight movement running shot with an eight range, and he gets to carry two mastermind fodders right yeah so um so I, I was able to do my my combo i was able to uh first my first turn or uh, first real turn my second turn uh shoot his two retaliators um which i uh and i forgot to outwit anything on because I, I forgot to outwit his uh um telekinesis on his uh maggot because he had the spin ring uh, or his sidestep on his maggot, or just anything really. <laughs> like I didn't outwit anything because I was like, oh, this is going well, and I didn't see that he had a shot um, because of the spin ring and because of the space gem. Um, I didn't, I didn't think he could get to me, but uh, he saw the line and he he was able to take out my sky tyrant. Um, but it. Brought... I mean, you gave Isaac a line of play. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I Kids gotta it. see it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it, uh, and I didn't outwit the. I think if I outwit either the sidestep or the telekinesis on the maggot, but eh, whatever. Um, so yeah, so he he saw the line, uh, was able to take out the sky tyrant, but that brought his like that brought pretty much his entire force right up there. Uh, so Wendigos could start, start doing their thing. And um, I think there was a few turns that 
orange proteus basically nullified the um the emperor gladiator yep yeah because like yeah uh and then then i was able to take out all the rest of his force basically i i didn't actually wasn't actually able to take out his emperor gladiator i think it got it come down like four clicks or something because he you know hit some rollouts and kept using his confidence tokens and so it was able to win on points eventually um yeah it was that was a really good game that was he he played that really well um uh and then the last game was was against pat and he's got uh, a higher paul, one paul, paul just went right through pod play he went right all the way through through top gun <laughs> was that I thought we were just doing pod play at first. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh. I thought we were no, doing it's fine. It's and, fine. And, uh, okay. I, I could have been confused, and it doesn't really matter. Oh, then then you go. Uh, Jade, you did you talk about your? I mean, technically or? I did, but I only had I had one game, so. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. Talk about it. I mean, I already did. It was a house oh. game, but it was bad. Oh, so. that's right. It was Jackson. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I just uh, want to congratulate all of you guys, um, Paul, for you know getting third, Asworth for winning the championship. Also, like yeah. say thanks to Jay for um, judging. It was you know. Yeah. Um, it was a really good event. I really, I really uh, enjoyed um, like putting the event on for people. You know, I, I was. Just my goal was to like for everybody to have fun. So, yeah. and also raise, also obviously raise money for charity. So, yeah, both those are good successful goals, yeah. things. Um, but so my pod, um, for anybody that, that hasn't seen it yet, I, um, I played a plus six monster theme. Um, my theme was uh, Blackheart, Venom Wolverine, Sky Tyrant, Venom Magneto, uh, the Commissioner, Orange Proteus. With a power gem, remaker ring, and reign of terror map bonus, with this some is com- the power version of monsters. This is yeah. just the best attackers that are on monster. Oh yeah, <laughs> put them all. Oh, yeah, and Let's- and and they are hardy, durable figures. Hmm. Um, and then some combination of trouble or troublemakers and sideline characters. Um, in my pod, I played a uh, first game against uh, Joe Pangrazio. Um, he asked me if I'd ever heard of Clicks Nexus. Um, of which I have, which is good. Uh, he was playing 250 point uh, storyline OP Invisible Woman with a Valeria Richards and a Power Gem. Uh, I won map. I went to Iron Man's Workshop uh, because it enables my Alpha Strike a lot easier than Doom's Castle, and he has no barrier. So um, he equipped. I went first. Sky Tyrant goes in. Uh, I go after Valeria Richards first, kill her, hit Invisible Woman. Um, he then proceeds to... I carry up Venom Wolverine for the second attack. Um, and the game pretty much spirals from there. He hits Sky Tyrant or Venom Wolverine, I don't remember which one. I reach out with Proteus, and then Invisible Woman can't really do anything for the rest of the game. Until she's dead. Um, because I retail, I shut off improved target, improved abilities, and then I barrier her in at the end of my turn. Um, second game was against Jared. Um, he was playing a non-themed good stuff team, Blackheart, Molecule Man, 
uh, Chip, uh, Grodd, Sky Tyrant. Um, I don't remember the rest of the build, but an emotional modifier and power gem. Um, he, I one map went to Doom's Castle. He barriered up and missed one square on his very back row, so his square twenty four. Um, that was next to his Molecule Man and Blackheart. He changed his modifier to minus one D, minus one attack. Went in on the Smoke Cloud, so Sky Tyrant is a 11 attack on 18s. Uh, no probs against, two probs for. Uh, I hit it, killed Molecule Man. Um, didn't take the second attack because I didn't want Tyrant getting a Mystics off of Blackheart. Moved in place to place down Venom Wolverine next to Chip. Uh, Venom Wolverine takes the free attack, blades chips for four, and chip dies. Um, and then the game got kind of botched after that because uh, we forgot about his emotional modifier the rest of the game. <laughs> um, which was very beneficial to me. And it was an honest mistake on both of our parts. I don't, you know, obviously he didn't intentionally do it, and I didn't intentionally do it either. I even remembered it on the alpha. Um, but yeah, and then because he forgot, he wasn't changing it around and he missed by one a couple of times. Um, but that was a close game, uh, close points as well. If I recall, he killed my Venom Wolverine on my next turn. I brought in Deadpool. Deadpool brought in Jeff. Jeff killed a Grodd, which is all I wanted to do the whole tournament was Jeff just kill somebody. That was Uh, against Jared Lloyd, right? Jared? Yep. Yep. Yeah, Jared was actually the winner of the very first Coffee and Clicks tournament. He was the winner. Nice. He was the winner. <laughs> um, and then my third game in pod play, um, I played against a plus eight Spider-Man family team using Pharaoh and Leonardo de Venom to bring in Blackheart, Molecule Man, and Wizard Prime. Um, he won map. He took me to Great Mound. Um which is a great map for Wizard Prime uh, because he can just see through everything, pick a character, and then the rest of his team can just kind of attack that character. Um, he won map. I uh, set up um, through kind of prepping for, for the games, found a line of play that I could set up and barrier up pretty safely um, while still equipping. He didn't alpha strike me. And he just moved up a little bit, which actually made my alpha strike even easier. Um, and I took it. The normal alpha strike is Sky Tyrant uh, gets TK'd up. Venom Wolverine copies Underworld on team on turn one, carries up Venom Magneto so that Venom Magneto can TK Sky Tyrant up to meet Venom Wolverine. And then Sky Tyrant charge flurries, carrying her in, and then she can make the third attack on that turn. Um, killed his Leonardo to Venom and his Molecule Man on that turn, and then outwitted leadership on Blackheart, and Blackheart never made a guard the whole game. Uh, which Blackheart, without being able to make guards, is really rough. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, then I got to retile with Proteus. I locked him in Barrier when I didn't want to outwit his leadership, or I just locked him in Barrier and he couldn't do anything. <laughs> um, he was also playing against people don't play Orange Proteus in general, more He's- like... He was a hoss in every game, except for against Nate. Well, nobody remembers what his retail does until it's too late, so... Ten ten for three, Battle Fury, Fear Tokens. Let's go. 
Yeah, and then yeah. what what I love most about it, it's a repositioned basically global barrier. <laughs> I can put my barrier wherever I want it. That's fair. Um, and then great size on a barrier piece is is the chef's kiss. <laughs> for, I mean, he's for, a twenty point barrier for piece for willpower with, yeah. for the the three oh. through six willpower. Mm. And yeah. the ability to see over like characters and yep. and elevated and things like that. And then he just has shape change, yeah. so he's you're you're not gonna like auto deal with him unless you're a maggot. Um, so I uh, came out of my pod three zero uh, third seed, played against Tyler Spees in in the first round. Um, in top sixteen, he's playing Thanos Ruler with a Scarab Venom Mags Green Proteus and a Gorilla Grod. With alchemical fire and zero ring, I was actually really worried about this matchup because if I lose map, this map is this matchup is very difficult. Um, because he takes me to uh, King's Tomb, mm-hmm. and I have lines of play, but it makes like the the amount of barrier he can generate is a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's tough. So, um, working through everything again, came up with the play to. Uh, destroy his alchemical fire with my rookie, forcing him to either shoot my rookie or leave him there for the next turn. Um, he took the shot on my rookie. I missed Imperv, uh, which means I got to retile with my Orange Proteus, and I knew Orange Proteus was going to be huge in that game because Orange Proteus makes Thanos very sad. Um, but uh, I, in my positioning, uh, messed up my alpha very, very badly. <laughs> Um, because I could not TK Sky Tyrant. So after like figuring some things out, I'm like, you know what? We'll just do this. And I double TK'd out Venom Wolverine and just ran her to Tyler's starting area with two tokens and killed his green Proteus and basically like made him deal with her or go after the rest of my team. Um, he sent Thanos across into the middle of the map. Uh, mind controlled Blackheart and Sky Tyrant actually had to use a theme prob on the attack, which blew my mind. Because <laughs> um, he wanted he wanted Tyrant. He hit Blackheart, but he wanted Tyrant. Um, so he hits them. Tyrant goes over. Uh, dual targets Commissioner and Venom Mags. I hit the Super Senses on Venom Mags. Um, he then has Blackheart come over, tag Sky Tyrant. Um, he then tries to shoot Venom Mags. I hit Senses again. Um, and then I just proceeded to chase down Thanos after killing the rest of his team um, and lock him in with Orange Proteus. Um, yeah. Did you be able to kill him? Nope. I, I wasn't even close. So um, you, you, you basically you put out my problem with Thanos. Like the fact that you could run up Wolverine to him. And, like, he basically has to stare her in the face because he can't do anything. He can't shoot her. Well, why then he can't shoot her? It's just like Thanos only does so much damage. Like, he only does three damage. Like, yeah. He just kind of looks silly when you just move up a character to him and say, okay, you, I mean, I can't kill you, but you can't do anything to me. Well, and I knew, like, the rest of his team wasn't going to be able to kill her either. Like, even if you put everything into her, killing her is not, she had double rollouts. She was, um, couldn't be shot. So she couldn't be attacked at ranged. She was a 20 defense up close. I had orange Proteus there shutting down improved abilities. 
Um, I think I even made yeah. a smoke cloud underneath her, and no, I didn't because I didn't. I had lost the Batman TA, so I wasn't able to wild card it. Um, but I think I put down a smoke cloud mm. like underneath his broad just to get the minus one defense. Um, because I knew the barriers wouldn't really matter, and he didn't go after Proteus. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're Thanos, like, I think you just risk the shape change and you you go for it because Thanos can, or Proteus can just ruin your day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, so then top eight, I played against, um, I don't know where he's from, but his name is Larry. Um, Josafa has played against him a lot. Um, told me he was a great, he was a good player and proved to be, he was. He was on a plus five Hellfire Club swap with uh, that swaps into double black art Harry Leland with uh, Dark Phoenix and the swap Magneto stays in. Um, I won map. I went to Iron Man's workshop because he had two equipments. He had power gem and modifier. And I'm like, if he equips both of his objects and doesn't barrier, I'm in a good spot. If he barriers, I'm still okay because I have more barrier than he does. Um, he double equips. I have a line of play because he made a guard and got it next to Dark Phoenix. I'm like, okay, well, Rookie will just have to try to deal with that. Um, had a play where it was going to be Rookie sh run up, shoot Dark Phoenix, expecting him to mastermind. Um, and I had Blackheart in position to then follow up on Dark Phoenix with the pen damage because somebody will have died. He didn't mastermind and just let Dark Phoenix die. So my follow-up play was the running shot, shoot Harry Leland for five pen, but I had no probs left on the attack and I needed like an eight. Um, Cause I gave Blackheart the power gem in that matchup, um, which ended up being very important. Sky Tyrant does not always need it. Um, he then came in, he energy exploded. I gave him a good energy explosion on my team, um, but I was able to kind of weather the storm, hit the super senses on Magneto, I think think no i hit it on venom wolverine you um, hit it on everywhere important i think i hit it on venom wolverine i missed it on mags but i was able to um move blackheart up eat a guard and then shoot the harry for five um which once harry was dead like the game kind of got out of hand after that because i was then able to just kill a blackheart in one turn or I think it took me two turns to kill him, but I eventually did it because Venom Wolverine based him, and she has the Remaker ring, so she has poison, which is Blackheart's nightmare. Blackheart hates poison. <laughs> that is true. Um, top eight against Nate. Nate's playing a plus eight Fantastic Four swap. Um, me, uh, PJ, and Josafa kind of put a lot of time into thinking about this matchup. Um, with uh with some other some help from like Dan and um I kind of had been watching some of Nate's games and he kind of did the the normal play of he triple perplexes Lockjaw's movement on negative zone runs all the way across the map and puts his team in front of my power drum and just says you know here's my squad and he leaves his three support figures coming up behind and he like puts them in one of like the little rooms on negative zone. So I figured out a play that I could alpha strike his support pieces 
um, by TKing out Blackheart, running shot, shoot the wall out, and then Sky Tyrant can go in and kill them. Which, Sky Tyrant with three resurrection tokens is very difficult. Um, Nate kind of expected me to do it, but he thought he was going to trade those pieces for my Proteus Venom Mags and Venom Wolverine. Didn't realize that I could copy Underworld with Venom Wolverine and carry Venom Mags and Commissioner away. Uh, so I basically was on his side of the map and his support squad was dead. Um, and then we just had to kind of fight it out. I was very conservative with the amount of guards that I made because I knew for every guard that I gave up, I needed to make up points that were very hard to score. That's always an interesting calculus. Yeah. How worth it is it to make your black hurt better? <laughs> yeah. And, it can definitely and against, depend, yeah. Against that team when Lockjaw and Thing were still alive, it was very hard for me to justify doing it until I could get him in a position where I actually could make four attacks, two with the guard and two with Blackheart. Because Blackheart ended up on Flurry. Um, <clears throat> and Sky Tyrant just kind of ran out of control. He never got outwitted, um, never got based until like the end. And then I just flurried whoever he was based with <laughs> and just carried around Venom Wolverine doing doing Wolverine stuff. Um, but that was a great game. I always loved playing Nate. Um, and then in the final, I played against Pat. Almost one nap. I tied him. Oh. And then I lost. <laughs> I, t- I thought I won it first and my heart dropped. And I'm like, because if I win map, like Pat's team, Pat even said, he's like, I think if you win map, like, I don't know if I can win. Because he has a Jubilee that doesn't do anything. And I get to, and I get to strike first. Yeah. Given how yeah. are we gonna? Yeah, I guess we were talking. We were talking about it a, a little bit before the show. Like, I if you were here yet, but like, the Jubilee is kind of a huge gamble. It is. Like, it's basically a fifteen percent chance that fifty points to your team does nothing. Yep. Now, like that, he didn't lose map at all. No, he he, he didn't lose not. map the entire seven, game, the entire tournament. In yeah. seven games, I, he did not. No. So it, but it paid it's, off for it's, him. It's, it's, yeah, but man, no, it sure that, that other 85% of the time, is she good? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's and a 100-point piece the other 85% of the time. Yeah. Also, I mean, like his game against, uh, I mean, Paul, you played against him too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what map bonus do you have on your team? What are you, a plus 10 also, or...? I'm a plus eleven and he's a plus. He was 13. plus two on you, yeah. Oh, he's a plus. He's got a plus two on you. Oh, he's a, he's a plus thirteen. He's yep. a plus thirteen. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot of figures that die real easily. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So against Pat, I lose Matt, and you know, working through some things, I we came up with a starting position that was fairly irregular and unusual. Um, it even kind of threw Pat off a little bit. Um. Because I had a positioning where I had two options. I had two plays based on what Pat did on his turn one. What I expected him to do was send Jubilee upfield, turn her into, into the Shogo form. That way Jubilee can interact with my side of the map on his turn two. And then he would sidestep the Moloids out. That was the play I was waiting for. Um, what he didn't do is he didn't move Jubilee out. <laughs> um and that ended up being a, a kind of a, a rough mistake 
because basically what it did is it gave me the benefits of winning map without winning map. Because I basically eliminated Jubilee from the first two turns of the game. Which is not what you want to do when you have Jubilee. <laughs> um, so my starting position allowed me to either, if he sidestepped, if he carried out the Moloids, I could actually TK Sky Tyrant, charge Flurry, kill the Moloids, one with one attack, one with the other, fly back 12, and then free TK Sky Tyrant all the way into my row one next to Venomags, and then move Proteus to block both of them, Venomags and, and Sky Tyrant, and now he has to deal with Proteus if he wants to come after them. Um, the, the opposite play is if he doesn't give me that, I can TK the Remaker Ring to Sky Tyrant and still close that off. And now I have Sky Tyrant plus Proteus as a way to fend against the Jubilee attack. Um, and then down on Otherworld Castle, down in the water side, um, I have Venom Wolverine and Blackheart um, off together. So I kind of just had to spread my team out. Even Zeddy's like, you're pretty spread out. And I'm like, well, I don't want to get Sky Tyranted. I don't want my whole team to get Sky Tyranted. Um, he sends his Tyrant out with both TKs, which he needs both TKs if he um, wants to get Sky Tyrant all the way across the board, meaning no TK for Jubilee. So she is not effective on his turn two, on his alpha. Um, he goes after my Hellfire Club Guard and Venom Wolverine. Or first, he he retails with Storm. That was a I, big. That was a big th play. This right was there a big because... play. He retails with Storm, targeting Sky Tyrant and Proteus, and I hit the shape changer on Proteus. Yeah, the, that's a big shape changer right there. <laughs> um, so he hits Sky Tyrant and can't mind control. Yeah. Because she can only mind control at range, and Proteus shuts off or shoots out of adjacency. That happened in our game, too. Um, he then sends his, his Sky Tyrant out. Um, misses Venom Wolverine, hits the guard. Second attack, misses Venom Wolverine entirely. Needing a seven against, all, against two probs, one on his own. Um, so he moves Sky Tyrant back, and Sky Tyrant's double tokened. He then uh, attacks with... Um, oh, the shape change target went to Venom Mags. He hits, and I hit the six on Venom Mags <laughs> for the super senses against Precision Strike. Um, my rollouts were pretty on fire this game. Not gonna lie. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I missed yeah. a lot. I missed no. one. I missed two rollouts the whole game. Wait, did he? Thought, did no, he KO he Venom Mags? Or he did hit Magneto. I thought. No, but you so, thought it killed him, but nope, it didn't. Nope. Nope. So he then regular attacked with Storm after the retap. Right, okay. Couldn't target Proteus because of the shape change, so he targeted Venom Mags and Sky Tyrant. Um, and then uh, I rolled a five on my Super Senses, so if he didn't have a Precision Strike, I would have hit another one. Yeah. Um, I thought Venom Mags died, forgot he had toughness. Also forgot Storm only did two damage. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. I mean, for 25 I, points, she should clearly do five, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I thought maybe she'd do three. Right. No, for a prime, um, I think she could do six. You know, that seems fair. That's probably fair. <laughs> um, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> and then, so my turn two ends up, I retail his Sky Tyrant, giving him fear tokens, and just basically blocking him in there, even if he found... And I put the two barriers behind Tyrant so that his Venomags couldn't see him to get him out of the way. Um, 
Venom Wolverine carried Blackheart up 12 squares, placing Blackheart forward one after I auto-succeeded my leadership this game, or this round. Carried him up 13. Blackheart kills the guard, running shots to the Wendigo after copying PD on Venom Wolverine. Shoots a Wendigo, plays Venom Wolverine so that she can attack another Wendigo. Uh, make rookie illegally TK rookie because I always forget that the square has to see the square when it comes to giant size characters. <sighs> it ended up not, it wouldn't have mattered because I would have been able to kill the Wendigo anyway, but running shot with rookie kill the final Wendigo. Um, I mean, I was active judging. And I missed it. So that's also, on me. so the reason I say it wouldn't have mattered is I, I almost forgot that I got a third hit with Venom Wolverine. Um, and I called in Brainiac, rolled the six on Brainiac, um, killed his Proteus. And I, if the Wendigo was still alive, I would have just placed Brainiac one square back so that he would have got Proteus and the Wendigo. Um, so Proteus is dead. All three Wendigos are dead. Um, Sky Tyrant with my last action attacks Storm, hits and kills Storm. And Sky Tyrant is double tokened. Jubilee is double tokened. Um, and then it just comes down to Jubilee uh, shoots. He has a play where he makes Rookie, shoots Brainiac, or shoots Venom Wolverine, tries to shoot Venom Wolverine. Nobody remembered the Syndio trait uh, the entire tournament. Um, and I, I, would, I gladly reminded them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he then targets, uh, Blackheart and Brainiac. Mrs. Brainiac hits Blackheart. Mm -hmm. Um, I take the attack, make a guard. Um, wait a second. No, he shoots, he shoots, uh, I end up, I somehow masterminded to Brainiac and I don't remember how. I got hit to my stop click. You just have mastermind on the stop no, click, right? But I wasn't. So the first shot, I didn't have. Oh, that's. Now I don't remember how it happened. But I ended up masterminding <laughs> to. I got to my stop click, masterminded to Brainiac. That got missed by the attack. Um, then still had my guard. Um. Oh, that's what Jubilee shot. Rookie shot Blackheart, then Jubilee came and shot Blackheart and uh, Brainiac, missed Brainiac, um, so I masterminded a Brainiac, kept my guard alive. Um, to which then, retailed Jubilee, hit the eight, because he doesn't get shape change against Proteus. Um, and Jubilee is really bad on click two and with two fear tokens. <laughs> I mean, you pretty much kind of need here on click one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when, when she finally got to attack, she was an eight attack. Um, she goes from an 11 to a 10 right away, right? For, yeah. One damage takes her to a 10, a 10 and, for three. And her dro damage drops from a four to a three. Yep. 10 for three. That's what I thought. Uh, and her speed drops as well. Yep. Then, uh, Blackheart just moved, carried Venom Wolverine, killed the guard, charged flurried Sky Tyrant, and I had a backup attack in case I missed. Um, and then the game was pretty much over from there because I got to miss my shape change on Proteus. He missed Proteus because he needed an eight. Uh, I had to burn my la one of my theme probs. 
I got to retile uh, Jubilee again. I crit hit her, and then Rookie just shot her and killed her. Um, my Ven- my my Sky Tyrant never left my starting area after that first turn. <laughs> yeah, I killed. mean his Sky Tyrant basically did nothing the whole game. Yep, and then you, and you KO'd 100 points of his team in one turn. So yep. and he didn't use Jubilee on turn one, so that's 200 points of his team. Yep, that <clears throat> didn't end up doing anything. So when you add it all up, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I ended up. I gave up 110 points, and they were all sideline characters, or from outside the game. <laughs> it was four guards and a bra- it was four guards and a brainiac. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think when he conceded, he had like commissioner and and, and Venomax or something. Yeah, and I actually had a play that I could have killed Venomags too, but it risks the flurry because I could have dropped off Venom Wolverine before <laughs> killing the guard took the free attack on Sky Tyrant after, or on Venomags after outwitting Senses, and then went and flurried Sky Tyrant, but then I have to hit both attacks, and I didn't feel comfortable with it. I should have felt comfortable with needing a five, but I didn't necessarily. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel comfortable unless I need, like, a four with th- with two probs, so... Yeah, sure. You know um, what? Yeah. Okay, I would, I would be comfortable with uh a five with two probs net yeah and if anybody's interested um my top four and my the final game are definitely are on the coffee and clicks youtube um i think paul your game is too no your game is on clickstuff right Um, which which game i think do i have a game with paul on there i'm not sure paul's top four i don't remember i think the game versus chat because it was, the, it was Dan, Dan, stream Dan versus you... Nate. Oh, no, yeah, it was Dan versus Nate and Pat versus... That would have been top eight. No. I have Pat versus Jackson. That Nate was versus top Dan. four. Nate versus Dan and top... Yeah. I have I have Pat Pat versus Paul, yeah. I have Pat versus Paul, top four. Yeah, yeah. go check That's... out go check out those games. Yeah. That yeah check one. them out. That one, he just stomped me. <laughs> That's just all like I tried to go. I mean, for at the a, same time, he did concede that if you won map, you would have won, yep. right? So yeah. Oh, no, one just, one I odd think, thing. What's up? In the entire single elimination, I equipped my objects in all of. I equipped one of my objects in one game, and both of my objects in one game. The other games, I equipped none of my objects. Hmm. Thought that was kind of funny. Hmm. Yeah, no, I I was noticing that as I was watching all of the games. I was like, Azeroth is not equipping his objects. <laughs> yeah, but um, it you know, that was, I guess strategic strategically, that's that was what you needed to do at the time. So yeah, the the game against the Thanos Scarab, I just equipped Venom Wolverine with Remaker because I could give her stealth, um, which kind of protects her from Scarab, and I put my power gem as far away from everyone else as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then against uh, Nate, he didn't give me time. And against Pat, I knew I didn't have. I needed to be ready to go. Right. I knew I just wouldn't have time to equip. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. always been pretty important when playing objects to know when you don't have time to equip them. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely agree. Yeah, it was a it was a great tournament. I've said this on on every talk that I've had about it. It was so much fun. Yeah, I mean, I I my goal was. Uh, you know, obviously to raise money for the 
uh, Epilepsy Foundation, which is a close personal cause for me. Um, and uh, also, um, you know, I was really excited. I was really happy about the turnout for the event. Uh, we had 48 people. Um, I wanted to make it a 300-point modern event with Empire Legal because uh, we haven't we hadn't really seen a lot of Empire being played in major tournaments. Yep. So I wanted I wanted people to be able to test out like like the the meta environment with Empire and like get some data as, a, as about like you know what's good and what's not good you know. So um I was really like I was intrigued at looking at everybody's team builds people people submitting the team builds you know I thought it was pretty cool what people came up with so and uh you know I, I was really happy with everybody I just I just hope everybody had fun you know I I, I do my best as I, I I you know running the running the tournament this is my second event that I've run uh coffee and clicks event the first one was a little more casual it was a it was a CUR pauper event um and then the, the second one this year was 300 modern um but you know I just do the best I can um you know running it and Hope that everybody has fun. I'll have yeah, to actually yeah. play next time. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. It was, it was a fun event. It was a great turnout. It was uh, some really competitive games. Yeah, I thought the games were really competitive. I thought everybody, you know, uh, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting builds. You know, like everybody had something different. So I thought it was cool. And and. Uh, so yes, Empire had had some impact, but I kind of felt like the uh, the storyline, <laughs> the storyline, the Lockjaw and uh, Thanos had as much uh, impact. Yeah, as for sure. Um, and Lockjaw, that Lockjaw, I think is, I think that Lockjaw is amazing. Yeah, bananas, bananas, good. Because <laughs> like other than Captain Mark, well, no, no, Empire did. You had two Empire figures on your team, and you won, so. Yep. Yeah, and who knew with Venom Wolverine, right, like, how good she was going to be? I mean, you also did call in Deadpool. That counts. I Oh, yeah, and I did call in Deadpool. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I had a scroll spy that I don't think ever actually done anything. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I thought Venom Wolverine was going to be good. That's a lot of people didn't. And honestly, that's probably one of like the best accomplishments that I have from this tournament was being able to show people that like what, why I thought she was so good. I think, yeah, I, I was definitely think... on kind of playable, but medium. So happy I think to I said I would rather play Venom Wolverine than Demon in the Armor. And people thought I was trolling. <laughs> people thought I was what? like, legitimately well, Demon in an Armor is still a really good figure. It's just not my style, though. That's fair. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, P PJ played a really good defensive he shell defensive team. Squad, he he yeah. took it pretty far. Well, um, I don't. I don't think it's good against Thanos, though, because like, oh, you can't increase his attack. Well, his attack's a thirteen. Yeah, but he has. He has the modifier. What's that? He has the emotional modifier, so it takes away the mind control option. Yeah. Yeah, that's sure. true. Sure. But do you think you need to play against Thanos? Do you need to think you could plan against Thanos, or is there maybe? I think I think you need to plan against maybe other other teams. I I don't I, I don't think know. Personally, with Thanos, Thanos is 
you need to at least have a game plan. You don't necessarily need to build for him, but you better know what your team's supposed to do against him. How do you guys feel about uh, Surter as a plan against Thanos? Surter's good. I like Surter. Surter's good. I, uh, I've gotten into arguments uh, with Lucas over the last week. of He thinks Surter's bad. I think he's dumb. I Lucas. I think Lucas is dumb. What? Lucas said he's bad. Yeah, because he's not the Surter of old. And it's like, well, that's because he's a new figure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he is definitely not the same figure as he used to be. You, and you can't play old Surter. <laughs> but yes, I but don't can I how you argue <laughs> in good faith that he's less than like an A-tier figure. He's a great. But I love him. Do you think he's better than Emir? No, I don't I don't think he's... But I, don't, I think Emir's really good, too. I think Surter is better. I mean, they just do entirely different things. And exactly. One of them is a costed action, so... And one's I mean, I guess they're both four. costed actions to make attacks, but, like... Yeah, they're both the same. Wait, thing. Paul, Paul, you don't think Surter's good? I don't think he's A-tier. I don't think he's amazing. Why? He's, what's that? Why? Why? It's 25 points. That's a lot these days. It's 25 points is so much. <laughs> One cool thing about the new Surter is that, like, let's say you place him adjacent to the figure that attacked, he can still attack somebody else. He doesn't have to yeah. attack that figure. Yeah. So and that's kind of cool. What's even better about him is he is he doesn't require damage. You can miss, and he can come over. Oh yes, I see what you're saying. Or mind control. Or, yeah, he gets the retail off of mind control, which is huge. Which mm-hmm. is huge against yeah. Thanos specifically, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was and, playing... And he shuts them off for the turn. But, I mean, I guess in this meta environment, he just dies immediately anyway, right? I but mean, so does every him. figure! <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't die any, any more than any other 25-point figure. If you look at the best figures in, in Modern, all of them die at four damage most. And that's Sky Tyrant. <laughs> I mean, if you think he's worth, if you hit anything for damage, it's bad. Yeah, it it is definitely a quick in the dead uh, environment. So I I guess what what I'm thinking is that I've been playing with Surter a little bit Mm -hmm. recently, um, the new Surter, and I it does not feel as good as Proteus, Orange, or Wendigo, and I'm probably spoiled by. So I totally agree. So. I think that Monster has ridiculous numbers of incredible options, and I can totally see Surtur not being the correct choice on Monster. On Mm -hmm. all of Surtur's other keywords, I think he's probably one of the best things. Surtur is Spider-Man family now. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I I put him on Spider-Man family. This was a really cool play, and it was just so fun. Um, So I was doing the Scarab team. uh, uh, Same Scarab alchemical fire and um uh, uh radioactive clay sure you put the radioactive clay on uh mary jane mm-hmm. and if they step up even a little bit you running shot for mind control 10 and then summon a surter yeah <laughs> spider-man family all in help from the spider-verse on surter is hilarious <laughs> yes and then so so after like so they were like 14 squares away. The uh, the running shot happens. They they you know walk forward as part of the the mind control, <laughs> and then Surter drop a Surter on them. <laughs> wait, so, so wait, explain. That, wait, so how does this work? So, so the Colin helps from the Spider. Shot. 
Mary, the new Mary Jane, Asgardian yeah. Mary Jane. Oh. So she has the radioactive clay. So she has a 10 range of mind control that will break. You get that one time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can go through walls. It can go through stealth. Yeah. It's just... And the call and help from the Spider-Verse is if no char- friendly character has been placed this turn, three through six, place a, a character with the Spider-Man family keyword adjacent to this character. Okay. So she just summons Surtur <laughs> next to her. <laughs> so, I don't know if this was better than the team I was playing right now, but it's so fun to do. <laughs> now, you can also do that with, like, Hammer Eye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you could do that with Hammer Eye. Yeah. He just, he just walks 12. And then does Bop a free somebody attack. and then call Surtur. Yeah. And then yeah, call God, God forbid, if you actually have time to get like Marvella into place, where now Surtur's hitting for four. Right. Does Hamurai have the call and help from the Spider Verse? He does. Right? He does. Yeah. All the chases. And all those right chases there. have it. Yeah. yeah. Because I was actually just building a team today with Asgardian. It was uh, Surtur, Hamurai, um, Shifting Focus, Wonder Woman, Daredevil. And, uh, you know, Daredevil gives everybody super senses. They wild card Wonder Woman team ability. Yep. Um, you, you can carry them all up. You can carry Hammer Eye up, get, get the free attack. And then I forget what, what else was on it, but it was some something like that, you know. The only and then thing Mary you Jane, wouldn't, you wouldn't Jane. be able to do the trait at that point. You know who else you can do that with now? Gamora Prime. Oh, Gamora Prime, yes. My, my boo. Like, again, I don't think this is a top-tier team, but that would be so fun to do in a game of She's... Spider- calling in the Spider-Verse Gamora Prime into position and yeah. her, her just murdering everything. Yeah, the inconsistency my, my of that particular one is a little unfortunate, but... Yeah, yeah. Three, six, but, this is... It is inconsistent, but you have a better shot of hitting it than you don't. Yeah, and when, and when it's a Surtur that you're bringing over, yeah. I think it's fine, but yeah. when your entire plan is get a Gamora Prime into their front line. Um, probably Agreed. you can't Agreed. afford the ones and twos. <laughs> oh, that was that was the other piece I had on my team. Instead of, it was Hammer Eye, Surtur, Shifting Focus, Wonder Woman, Mary Jane, um, the, uh, I forget I forget what else I said. And then also uh, <laughs> Giganta, Giganta Prime, because, yep. you know, she fits on there. Goes, goes well with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, Gamora so Prime think, is is my boo. I think these strategies are good enough to like win a Brad event or, you know. Yeah, they're not they're not like meta. Yeah, they're not games, super meta. I don't think they're like the top tier. <laughs> and it's, no, it's, they're not. They're not. So I think the key part about that kind of strategy is that can't be your go-to. But the fact that you have that as an option right. is amazing. And especially like so. I've been playing with a Spider-Man family police team with like Prime Gamora. The fact that I can have Miles pull Gamora to safety, yeah, right, is really cool. <laughs> but it After, is a- yeah, I guess if we're talking about um, talking about those, I guess we can mention oh, Destroyer. Sure. Yeah, uh, Destroyer is real dumb. Is he said really dumb? He's real dumb. Dumb as in good. like Yeah, yeah. Dumb. dumb as in, like, <laughs> one, nobody is going to remember their trigger. And right. two, he's dumb. <laughs> the, the, the thing that we discussed when we were covering the set, where it's like, at first you're like, oh, man, once a game he comes in, and then you're like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. He goes back to the sideline. This isn't once a game. 
Right. Yeah. And honestly, the thing with like the thing that I've I've been learning with him, you have to play every turn expecting your opponent to just roll the 33%. Mm-hmm. Like plan your turn that your opponent's going to roll the five, six on the first attack. And you better have a way to deal with destroyer after that. Well, he's at least coming in on the second attack because you know, then it's a 50% chance. You're, no, you just plan that it's happening the first time because you mm-hmm. have to have a way of dealing with it because if yeah, you have to even use if, all of your actions to not deal with it. Yeah. And even if destroyer never actually gets to attack because you keep putting him back on the sideline, he's using a quarter of your actions. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, and but then, you know, later like, the game, there's a lot later of times. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead, Tony. No, there's a lot of times where you bring in Destroyer Prime, and they don't really get like the, depending on where you put him on the edge of the map. Like you could put him next to somebody who's tokened out or something like that, and then yeah, you, you can they just don't... put him wherever you want. So you can yeah. pretty easily get him out of range. And that's <laughs> yeah. that's why so that's why you have to plan. You have to have a plan for him if he comes out on that first token. And honestly. The later the game goes, the more dangerous he gets. Hey, because you, now there's less threats to dealing with him. Mm-hmm. But I think the uh, big strategy that I've in the big takeaway I, I've had from playing against him is it just makes it way more important to destroy your opponent's equipment. Yeah. Or or just give them a no chance to equip it. To begin with, so you don't have to worry about it. But then, but then, here's the question: Are you playing equipment? Oh, you just you just don't have to. You just don't hit with the equipment. Not every team is is built to do that. Right, right. And now we're going to be able, like, we probably can see an uptick of teams that can get three, four, five equipments on these swap teams. Oh, right. Gotcha. Like, where it's like, who are you going to hit that doesn't have an equipment? Or even, like, an equipped mastermind fodder. Like, that's... Destroyer just shouldn't be a thing. And I even undervalued, like, how good he has been in that I've seen. Right. It's also damages a friendly character with an with an attack if the correct. So you you could like I could still mind control someone through uh, scarab. Yeah, yeah. Um, scarab mind control and gets around destroyer. Yes. Yeah, but like, okay, but maybe that's very specific to me. Yeah, that does not remove the fact that destroyer is insanely good. <laughs> I I think I don't want him to be good. Is the thing is I I hate the fact that it happens in the in the in the you know in the middle of your opponent's turn yep i hate that it creates so much yeah yeah like confusion it, confusion i guess or it just disrupts the flow of your opponent's turn which is going right. to lead to longer turns mm-hmm. yeah because your opponent and you're going to roll go on anything that happens to have an equipment yep is well it no it's mandatory triggers yeah it's a mandatory trigger um, now, what is what is the official ruling, or has there been one on like, can you play Destroyer Prime if your what, team what does I not have, have seen, equipment? From what I've seen, well, there's no judge, ruling on any four on the rules forum. Right. What I've seen is just judges talking about it in rules chats, like on right, on just, Facebook. Just like they're, they're just saying like that you don't. Yeah, Brian thinks don't you need can. An equipment. Yeah, Brian Galley thinks you can. 
I'm inclined to think that you probably should be able to. I'm inclined because, to think like, you shouldn't be able to, but I understand why they will allow it. But, like, but I just so don't think like, I don't think you should be able to have none of the downside and all of the upside. Right. So like the interaction is like you you can't have a game element on your team and you can't use it without your opponent interacting with you, right? So that's why the the argument for why you have to have an equipment. But like your your opponent already has to attack you. Like it's already like dependent on I don't know. I understand so both sides of the argument. Specifically, I think it's supposed to be you're you cannot put something on your force that your team cannot independently generate. Right, which is just never true for the destroyer. If you're not running equipment. I thought it was only when your character was attacked. Yeah, yeah. so if you don't have an equipped character, they can never trigger your destroyer because if they don't have equipment either. Right, I'm saying, but if they if they never attack you, like they still have to interact with you to like to begin with. It doesn't matter as far it it, it the answer is going to be whatever it's going to be. But I can see the argument right. both ways. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I personally think you should have to have equipment to play him, but I agree. Well, I think Brian used the example of the uh, the ally the ally yeah. thing, right? Like I don't know. Well, you, you need an ally, maybe. Or- to, to have you an ally, yeah. like they, you have to have a captain to pl- or a sidekick to play an ally. Yeah. No, I I understand. It's I don't I know. No, I don't to, know to have it. an ally on your sideline. Like, yeah, uh, so that, you have to whole... have a captain or a sidekick. I don't think those two situations are are comparable. Are comparable. I don't like mm-hmm. that that Brian used that as an example. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. There's gonna be yes, my uh, opponent so... might not have those keywords, but I am I my force has the the figure that it interacts with. Just like I I can play trouble alerts or troublemakers because my characters make attacks, but I'm not guaranteed that there's going to be three hits or three misses or a crit hit or a grit miss. Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess the argument for just, Destroyer there is you have characters on your force. This rule's kind they of an, a holdover from the age where they didn't want you to be able to put stuff on your sideline just to yeah, look at the back no of the cards. Reasons. Yeah, like, yeah, so, I don't know, we'll see. I mean, the figure shouldn't have been printed to begin with, so... <laughs> Probably <know>. not. <laughs> yeah. Now, let me well, ask was... you this question. Do you think it should or would receive any kind of errata? I would probably say that it should have to go in a rubber column of the character that, like, of, of a character that, w- that was attacked or did the attack, at least, not any character that's equipped. What if it didn't return to the sideline? Yeah, that would be my. Oh. Okay. What if, it, what if they got rid of that? To the sideline or like score when it's generated, which obviously would be hugely punishing. But what if it was score when it's generated, but make it optional? Wait, so right? right yeah, yeah. Now... Optional. You scored when you generated. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> right now optional. it goes. Right now it goes into a row column of any of any, any equipped any equipped character. Oh, I thought it was the one that had had been attacked. No, sir. Nope. Nope. Any equipped character. Generate of an equipped character. Yeah, it's a very long trait because they didn't give him anything else. That's crazy. Okay, I'm just reading that now. Okay. So I think if yeah, I think it should probably. I don't get why it goes back to the sideline. Like that's only a a positive thing. Yeah. So if they made it so that he doesn't go back to the sideline and you can actually score score him i think he's much better 
like in in terms or of if he can only come in once point. per game like something yeah i mean i don't know i, I mean uh I don't know if he necessarily needs an errata to that point. I think, I mean, it just came. He just came out, so like, see how he plays. But like, yeah, I do, I do, so I do think the, I do think the intent, um, like what Jay's saying with like him coming in on a rower column, I think that makes sense. Um, you know, just changing that to be the one that the the character that attacked. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, everybody's gonna be playing him on the sideline anyway, so it's gonna be kind of an even playing field right unless unless you're playing a prime that just because every just because it's everywhere doesn't mean it's that makes it balanced yeah that's true i i don't think he's i i, I think that gorilla grot is just better like <laughs> but uh, that's not my problem the problem is that it happens in the middle of a turn and it just is weird in the flow of the game yeah it is weird in the flow of the game i yeah, did like play with him that, like like the fact I that you can miss your that. first one, miss your second one, get your third one. Like, also the fact that you can get on your on, on the last stack of the turn and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I don't like either. Or even like so where where Paul's mentioning like interrupting the flow of the game. Like you come in, it's the second attack, and I'm gonna and my destroyer generates. Now the the amount of time you've taken to get your turn to this point, now there's a new variable that's introduced. Yeah. That now the rest of my turn is gonna take longer. Yeah. Yeah, this is why this is why we can't have chess clocks and hero clocks. Yep. But yeah, I I I have a fundamental problem with destroyer, uh, like Paul. That that coming in on on the opponent's turn is very. If it was like, if you got to roll at the beginning of your turn. That kind what of is, like, the fundamental the fundamental problem there. Yeah. I mean, it has what to come in like on your opponent's turn though, so that so that they can damage it, right? To send it back, because otherwise you definitely get it for a turn. True. You know, like true. Yeah, if it comes. What in, if it was a power action to bring it in or something? Like an ID card. Mm. Like power action to you, you still have to roll d6. Like see, so like if you get attacked oh, so one roll, time, you power have to action play. to roll the d6. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, I thought it's like uh, mini Galactus. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's just, uh, we it obviously need to see more, but every game that I have seen with him involved, he comes onto the map and he changes the entire course of the game. Yeah, he came. I mean, he won. Him. He yeah. won the game. I literally he, lost because of Destroyer. Yeah. By five points, I lost because of Destroyer. Yeah, I mean, your opponent was down to even in the I in, killed even, even in the days of ID cards, your opponent only had a seventy-five point figure left. There was yeah. no way he was pulling a hundred-point figure out of his ass. Yeah, it was it was a seventy-five-point figure without move and attack. Yeah, and I lost because of destroyer. Yeah. So so let me ask you something: when you're building with this figure with the destroyer, do, when you're building a team, let's put it this way: do you Try to not build with a prime just so you can build with this, with you can have destroyer on your sideline. No, it's Definitely. more you put him on into a team that he happens to go on. Yeah, it 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 it, ha- it depends on the team. Like I don't. I could see going both ways. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it depends. I wouldn't on... play him to play him. I feel like I can understand building a team and saying, okay, I know this is a destroyer team, but he's not like something you build around. I don't think. What were you saying, Paul? 
Uh, I think it depends on your team, like how yeah. important your prime is. I, I think that um, for like X Men, I, I I don't see him going on an X Men swap. Team. Yeah, I said that in the the set review. X Men is probably the has the worst Destroyer builds because yeah. they have to give up so many of their good primes. Three incredible primes to. Yeah, there are but, definitely, I think there are definitely teams where it's a sure thing that they're not going to use it because they have another prime. There's going to be some weird like not sure. My monster team, I didn't play a prime. Yeah, monsters, yeah. mystical, they don't really have prime, like a lot of good prime choices. Yeah, yeah. but animals. Hellfire Club, Brotherhood doesn't have a, a prime. Yeah, animals yeah, are not going to give up no you're reason. Not gonna high Evo for it. You're yeah, not giving up high Evo Prime. You're not, you're not <laughs> no. giving up high Evo but animals. You're not giving Fantastic up. Four. I think Destroyer is better than Leopard. Mm. I don't know, because Leopard's pretty pretty good with that uh, the high defenses. The problem with Leopard is he's easily outmaneuvered. It is easy to block his line of fire. Yeah, that's true. Um. Whereas you have a lockjaw that if you like want to just equip lockjaw and be like, okay, I'm going to funnel all my attacks into lockjaw. There's a destroyer coming. It's happening. (laughs) That's true. But I mean, black leopard is a fine figure on his own. Even, even if you're, you're uh, playing around his, his uh, amazing thing, he's still a perplex leadership and you at least can, uh, line up that ability on your turn easily. So Yeah, you could lower their defense. Lower their defense. Like sure. Yeah. My and my counter to that really is Leopard will not win you a game on his own. Destroyer can. The other thing is I think it it I think it, it matters, I think it's so I think it's good on a Thanos team. Because Thanos yeah, is, they don't play primes. <laughs> right. But you also you don't want to give up points, and then if you accidentally give up points, you might lose a game. If it was optional, I would say it definitely goes on Thanos, but the fact that like sometimes there's going to be depends Thanos... On the ver- really... Depends on the version of Thanos. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the, I'm, I'm also just more inclined to play Captain Marvel way before I'm inclined to play the Destroyer. Me too. I, on a Thanos team, I'd, I'd rather play Marvel. Well, so, if you look at the Thanos team that is either running out chemical fire on Thanos, which most of the Thanoses are. Thanos is pretty hard to kill. You got to hit him a couple times, minimum a couple times. Yeah, um, it's and if you're running it on the team that's running DJ Doom, there's an, another equipped character. So two out of my three characters are equipped. Probably getting it can definitely help for sure. I just think I don't think they're clear answers. I feel like sometimes they'll be they'll be definite times where you know but sometimes it'll be more debatable i think you definitely can build a team specifically for destroyer though i think you can go into a team build and be like i'm building this to maximize my my ability to bring out destroyer i've been thinking about it i mean you can and it's a fine art and it's a fine build strategy so the other thing i'd say is that i think that um there's a lot of times where like the equipped character just dies in one hit anyways. <laughs> so if you're if you're planning to put a like um it, it depends on who you're equipping, right? Equipping a Thanos seems a lot better than equipping I mean Sky Tyrant kind of is 
kind of can take a lot of hits, actually. <laughs> it depends on how, how many counters he gets. Um, and equip the Blackheart. Yeah, Blackheart. but Blackheart seems fine. Because Blackheart, unless you got poison, Blackheart takes a lot of time, a lot of hits to kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be I, interesting to see what people yeah. or how people play their Destroyer Primes in the uh, three by three or the, the I, scene event. Yeah, since only one yeah. team can have it. Yeah. Uh, luckily, like for for our three v three, I was already playing a prime. So Edward's like, I want to play Destroyer, and we're like, okay, you have it. Based on what all of us are playing, I don't think any of I don't think anybody on our team is playing it, Devin. Yeah. Hmm. Should rectify really? that. Yeah. I mean, I just said I don't one of you should probably play it. I, just, I haven't yeah, totally I just, decided what I'm playing yet. I would put them on my team. I, I think both I of your. I think there. I think of. I think of the team options. I think both of the primes that you're going to play first. But. I mean, I could always play. Yeah, Destroyer. Spider-Man family. Destroyer is definitely good. And, and um, I will say, if trouble alerts do go away, that will be a huge boost to it. But right now, I just think, I just think Gorilla Grodd's more impactful. I, but you don't have, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Right. They, they don't even both. come in on the same turn. <laughs> why, why do you have to give up Grodd for Destroyer? You can play both. Well, yeah, but you, you only have nine slots on your sideline and some of these are swap out teams. Yeah. But the, some of the swap out teams, like the X-Men swap out team isn't going to play them anyway. And right. you're probably, and you're probably not playing many troublers, troublemakers on that team anyway. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely situations where Destroyer is going to be amazing. Insane. I just... I I, I don't think it's going to be completely meta-warping. I, I do. You do? I mean, I think he's... I don't think he's meta-warping. I do think he's swingy. Like, he can swing a game one way or another. Yeah, that's right. Depending on, depending on who gets lucky with their particular Destroyer Prime on their sideline. I think I he think, is meta warping, especially going forward with our next two sets having a shit ton of equipment. Yes, that too. Well, it's also not even. It's one of those figures where it's not even the fact that he. It's just the fact that he exists, whether or not anybody it's actually ever threat. plays him. Yeah. Like he exists now in the game. Like that's just a fact. So you have to consider. Secret Six is a team that exists, and it's a it's a dagger to a lot of teams. Doesn't really see play. But it's a team that, like, it's kind of always in the back of your head. You might not ver- vo- verbally say something about it. But I know when I build, I'm like, all right, remember that exists. Yeah, there's definitely gatekeeper builds. And, like, yeah. And I, I think Destroyer will win major events. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. He'll be I on- think I could see him on one out of every three teams. Out of a given event. And I wouldn't be surprised if Destroyer is the reason that the final game is decided. You know what? Okay, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna say a quarter. I think I think I think I think that's a fair that's a fair bet. You think in top eight only only two builds would, would have a destroyer? Well yeah, because most of them will have other primes too, like 
There's yeah. so many primes, just so many different teams. So many good primes. I don't know, somewhere between a quarter and a third. Who knows? I don't know. Right. Two fifths. Right. I'll take. But I do see your point, Azareth, that like it could swing a game to to be the the winning game. You know, like that that definitely could happen. Um, you know, but I don't necessarily think that a team that has Destroyer Prime is better strictly than a team without it. You know. Sure, sure, that's fine. Like I, I, I concede that point. Did I say the two fifths was between a third and a fourth? You probably did. <laughs> I think I, I think I math badly. I think, use percentages. I think three, three ten and a halfs are gonna have destroyers. <laughs> three ten and a halfs. That's what yep. Three ten and a half. What does that mean? So, so that's thirty one and a half. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think we're we're that far off that, in what that we're saying. That is correct. We're just we're just wording it differently. Yeah, like, now we're just being broad. I'm I'm comparing it to Grilla Grod. Grilla Grod is like everywhere on every build. Grod's on ninety five percent of the builds. Yes. Right. <laughs> I mean, he should and be it, on a hundred percent. It it feels like people are saying, maybe not people here, but there are people saying Destroyer needs an, like a a nerf or Rada and stuff, and I don't think it's. I so I don't know if he he actually needs one. I I wanted to bring the question just kind of to the to the think tank, but I do think he needs to be monitored. Yeah, yeah, and again, not not monitored. He's very strong. The fact that he's a prime might have gotten him get away with a little more than he should have been able to. Yeah, Yeah. the fact that you can basically on your opponent's first attack have a four hundred point build. Yeah, not really okay. I guess my question is, if you were going to see him, I mean, if you're afraid of a prime, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm more afraid of my opponent having a prime that's good with their team than the destroyer. But the problem with that difference, it's the same problem that ID cards had. If it's on the map, I can plan for it. ID cards, you couldn't plan for everything because it was coming in off the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. I don't know. I don't know if it's definitely problematic. I just think it's. I think it should be. Yeah, it should be monitored. Watching. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think sure. you have to wait and see to see if it's problematic or not because you know they haven't really hasn't really been tested yet. So. It's definitely not like Hello levels where Hello we just knew needed fixed. <laughs> yeah, well, Hello was yeah, yeah. it was just a problem with the like the wording like that was different because it was like. Like you could have a first. I mean, you're win. talking about <laughs> playing her. You're talking about playing her with figures that are over two years old at this point. Like, <laughs> I don't think playtesting can account for figures that are like. Agreed. Agreed. If if there was a combo with a figure from a from like Rebirth, that would be like not ideal. But that figure that sets a bunch of rotate. And this like, is why Golden Age is bad. <laughs> yes. Because figures interact with figures that they shouldn't interact with. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what if you wanted to play her? You had to play her with either a figure from Regenesis, which is a set that is like. Come on, surely bad. nobody could have forgotten about Chase Cannonball. I didn't. He was always yeah. In, so you're talking about playing figures with figures from as far back as pre XCPS or JLU. 
with the flash. Like, but I mean, that kind of combo is why it's a good idea to remember unique powers, even if mm-hmm. they're not immediately useful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like also, that cannonball wasn't good, but it did something nothing else. Well, I mean, there's the flash, but that nothing else did, you, so it was worth. Yeah, you could do it with starter flash too, right? Starter flash was able here's, to. Do, yeah. Here's my tip to the design team ethos. Whatever that think tank is, I hope they hear this message. Stop making figures that attack friendlies. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say the same thing, so I'll agree with you. You're not. I mean, what didn't they just? It? Didn't they just have to ban Bizarro Green Arrow? Yeah, they just yes. ran Bizarro Green Arrow because of mechanics related to attacking your own figures. So like, oh, that was you know in was Bronze Age, right? Was that in Bronze Age or? Yeah, it they was. banned that. You know who was at the core yeah, of that Yeah, because mechanic? he would... Jason Wingard. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, the thing about attacking your own figures um, yeah. is that there's no reason to do it other than a combo that is broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's no reason to yeah. print that just because it's fun in some situations, because it's not. Like it, yes, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I can I can attack my own figures. Awesome. <laughs> because because we can attack our own figures, we got the gene bomb. So much fun. <clears throat> and before that, we had Fast Force's Penguin Chain Infinite. It was before you know, not modern, but um, yeah, attacking your own figure gets you banned in a lot of formats. <laughs> I hope nobody was surprised that she was around before the set was even legal. No, same thing, with Venom, same thing with Venom Rogue. Like, that was not going to work. It's See, not going to work. I wish they would have given Venom Rogue some time to find out if it was as broken as possible, as we thought. No, because there are so many rules questions about it, too. Like, like you know, how does it work to copy a non-standard power from a figure when when the name of the figure is different in that non-standard power than well that's than, self-referential that it translates back to the character that that is it just means character name yeah it just means yeah. this character so if she copies that character. it would yeah it would transfer it's, it's so been it that be way since like 2013 Rogue. with hope summers yeah oh, okay okay it would change the, uh, whatever the name was to venom rogue right yeah but basically it, it never worked and it never should have worked and so yeah the only the only power that i can i can seed of needed to not work was the van Weeden power but then you have to play 75 point van Weeden. i wait what what combo with van Weeden? i know what she does so was, was there a combo it was her the human click where like if her or friendly jason uh would take damage yeah yeah um venom rogue can copy that power Oh. And because she doesn't have a normal dragon click, she goes back to click one. <laughs> Instead to the starting click. Oh. Which, yeah, it, they're already on. That was the only yeah. power that I could I would justify could should not have worked. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that kind wow. of just makes okay. your entire team invincible. It sure does. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Okay. Um, but yeah, Venom, Venom Wolverine else? was originally Venom Rogue on my monster team. Fair. Yeah, Venom. Yeah, I. Uh, the Venom Rogue thing, 
I don't know what's broken anymore because Batman Prime seems broken and he's barely getting played. Wow. <laughs> like the the power level is just so high right now. It's so hard. Yeah, to there's tell so it. many there's so many things like you know Prime or non Prime. There's so many things Sky Tyrant. Like you have so many things that that are very potent and uh, you know seem broken, but like I guess they balance each other out. I don't know. Like if you have so many of them out there that you know, you I've know, if you, never and if you that if you design philosophy. Yeah, I mean, like, like, and and if you if you get rid of one, like something else is just gonna rise to the top anyway. You know, we're we're uh, in a very we're in the the swing of the pendulum in high power creep, low powered, low cost or high powered, low cost figures. And War of the Realms, honestly, I it seems like it's trying to swing the pendulum back. Right, um, yeah. Of bring the power creep down. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be, I think we'll be in a better place in a few sets. Um, okay. Maybe, well, maybe not in a few sets, but definitely, like, come next year. Um, and then once Wonder Woman 80 rotates, I'll be happy. Yeah, there's a lot of figures from that set that I think are super fun. But then there's stuff like Sky Tyrant, which just Sky Tyrant, Commissioner, Scarab. Yeah. You know, half the chase set. Yep. Giganta <laughs> Prime, Flash. I mean that is that is, that that's a team, right? Like Scarab, Sky Tyrant, Commissioner, that's 125 points. Like you just throw yep. so well, also also those pieces, I mean, it's just something to note about the Wonder Woman eightieth anniversary set that was good. Was that it changed the game from being a predominantly range game to a lot of close attacking? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I see them going in that direction, and you know, also with War of the Realms, they're going in the direction of like higher point cost figures again, which is good. Um, so I don't That's know. Why I think I think we'll yeah. have to reevaluate. Like, we you want to come back and look at War of the Realms after Wonder Woman eighty is gone. Because right yeah. now, why would I ever play a 125-point character when I can play Sky Tyrant? Yeah, or or Flash, right? Like, you have, you know. Yeah. Also, the way, how Maddie, Adam, and George got that Flash made, I have no <laughs> freaking idea. Well, both of the, both of the, also, Mega is amazing. Like, those are great, those are great figures. Yeah, like, Devin, yeah. how'd you pull that one off? <laughs> Don't ask me. Yeah, what idiot came up with that broken figure? The pro- so two two things on Maggot. One, I think it's funny that everybody thought he was bad for a while. What? Yeah, I no. also thought that was funny. Who thought he was yeah, bad? There's a lot of people that thought Maggot was not good. And people here, in this you, game are very bad at evaluating. I must... guarantee I can pinpoint the reason why. And this okay. leads me to my other point about Maggot that what it should have been and they thought right. it's what it was is the spawning and eating should be one action yes that that's how it was when you know similar characters did it so yeah yep. it shouldn't be able to put it down do things pick it up <laughs> yeah and that's I mean... what i think people thought was bad because they thought that's what it did Got it. yeah i mean it's very similar to like um clary and the witch boy and putting things yep. down and picking them back up, but yeah. unlike him, you can do it all the same turn, which is... Yeah. Yeah. And it happens to be poison. Yeah. Which is really good in the meta right now. Well, anything with free free pog generation is good, or, you know, yeah. same thing with free attacks, free anything with free 
three yeah. stuff is good. Agreed. Agreed. Devin was really mad that I like Q, so he had to counterbuild me by designing a big <laughs> By designing a Q killer? From, yeah. I think I think we designed it before Q existed, so No, I mean you won in twenty eighteen, so when yeah. did Q even come out? I don't I don't even know. Summer twenty nineteen. Okay. So yes. Is Q still tournament legal? Is it modern yep. still? Three? Yep. Yeah, it is still. Yeah. Sure Probably is. will no. rotate this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. if so a rotation happens, yes. Right. That's another I, thing about the power level is that like we essentially had a a little a few things stay around a little bit more because of COVID and whatever. So we we are we're, we're ready for a few things to rotate out. I and, can't wait for XDPS to be gone. Yeah, that also jail you. JLU and XDPS, that should really affect the power level. If I never see Jason Wingard again after rotation, I will be <laughs> ecstatic. <laughs> I hate that figure. Just and because it takes a lot of time for the mind control or what? Yes. Yeah. My and least he does, favorite. He, he does take a problematic amount of time, yeah. He's also yeah, he's also a design nightmare, I would assume. Just I, impacts everything else you design forever. Mm-hmm. I really don't like Wendigo. I think Wendigo arguably is the most broken figure in that set. I mean, there's so many broken figures in that set, but Wendigo is really good. Man, I, it, Wendigo is very good, but I think Jason Wingard is the most problematic character in that set. Jesus. Orange Brody is. Orange Brody is great. Well, he just every tournament rule, right? Like, he's better, he's better pog generated than every character. Yep. He makes infinite attacks. He attacks from across the map. He yep. has a combo to attack a friendly. Yep. He can leadership himself. He he breaks like every rule of the game. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I play I played in a Brad event, and so the other reason that I hate Jason Wingard is I'm on a team with Josafa, and Jason Wingard's mm-hmm. like Josafa's favorite character to to play in HeroClix. Um, so I played against him in the first round of an event, and he's playing double Jason. His turn took 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, I, I'd love to get another turn. And he's like, I know I'm going as fast as I go. I'm like, I know you are. But I just had my entire team mind controlled twice. Right. <laughs> I felt bad. Yeah, I was in, I did a playtest game with somebody. I had both Jasons do their full mind control chains. Then I called in chain with one of them. Then I finished doing all the chain with that one. And then yep. I still had the other one's chain left. It mm-hmm. was... Mm-hmm. And then having to be like, okay, where was my third miss and my third hit? Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, that was uh, that was one of your figures that did the third hit miss, so I can't bring in the Vulcan. But my character did the third hit, so I can. Oh my god. Yep. Oh, and, so and call I might Grod. And I might control like my characters, <laughs> and and they crit missed, so we need to go back to that. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, Jason is dumb. I love Jason. He's he's the pretty much the first figure I started playing with competitively. But like, yeah, I I completely understand that. Yeah, and like I said, I just I feel like he's a design nightmare because if you ever want to give a character a bystander that's good, you better make them more than 150 points on their starting line. That said, it is super fun upon the release of new sets to go through and be like, where can Jason player? abuse this? Yeah. What what are the best Jason fogs from this set? Whether there are any great ones or not, it's still fun to have a look. Yep. Yeah, I mean I mean I know there's the uh 
the simulacrum, the Dreamstone simulacrum now for uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Venom. But I mean, but Jason is going to be rotating out soon anyway. So I don't, I don't even know how good that chase is, that Venom chase. Uh, I mean, he seems, it seems like a like another flurry to me. Like, cause he's got to hit hit in order to generate the pog. So it just seems like a charge flurry piece to me. I don't know. <laughs> um, he's he's not the the Venom symbiote trade is good enough that it could. You know, you you could. Well, what about what about him on Jason's sideline? I don't think it's worth the action. It's it's like maybe worth the sideline spot, but I don't feel like I'm realistically calling the simulacrum in before like any other pog. Like Chewie's better than simulacrum, I think. If you need Chewy, Chewy dies the poison. The simulacrum doesn't. That's true. So so here's the cool thing. It does have a five charge, a ten ten speed. So yeah. you're you're charging for five. It's not the worst. I I yeah. I, it just I so feel like you're, Jason you're gonna play rookie most of the time. So. Jason it gets DK to eight, moves to what's his speed? I think seven? six and sidestep. Six. So moves to fourteen, sidestep to sixteen, place in seventeen, charge to twenty-two, punch twenty-three, punch something else. Seems like full map reach with Jason. So I I think. It's fine. It's if it like I think Monster is so good that you could play a Venom, uh, probably Venom on a Monster team and probably like win a Brad event or do pretty well or make a top cut or something. But I, I but like why aren't you playing Venom Wolverine instead? Right, exactly. Because she's strictly better. Why don't I just play both? Yeah, yeah, right. So, so I think it's I think it's in that category of like there's better things out there, but but Monster's good enough that you could probably just like I played Mojo on a Monster and it, it's just Monster's so good that you you could do that. It's probably about as good as Mojo. Yeah, and I know Devin can't wait for JLU to rotate because he sure does hate sideline characters. Yeah. Yep. Same. I just hate Wendigo so much because, like, okay, you get near him and, like, with the new rules change, like, he's he can flurry exploit. So you're just, like, making five attacks with exploit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. For 15 points. And you know what's, what's even better about Wendigo right now with War of the Realms? He's a sideline character. He's a sideline character for Recruiter. Yeah. And, um, and he deals an extra penetrating damage if he's on your force. If you have Strange on your team because uh, he's, he's you're giving them the extra penetrating. Yeah, uh, I don't know if we mentioned this in the set review, but something I realized afterwards, that trait is global. Yeah. Yep. His his give a free pen damage is global, and I didn't realize that at first. Yikes. Well, you have to pick you have to pick one character, right? You pick or, a character, but it doesn't have to be it can be anywhere on the map. Anywhere on the I, map, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that ability is better than his recruiter trait. Agreed. But his recruiter trait is. bringing in a Wendigo and then doing it. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, yes, recruiter is hard to pull off, but that trait is not hard to pull off. Sure isn't, and is really really good. Even on him, energy explosion with that trait is great. Yeah. <laughs> or like on like a doppelganger prime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's in, or Richter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. As or, I Black, or Blackheart. <laughs> Yeah, Blackheart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blackheart with the multiple attacks. Anything with multiple attacks, obviously. Yep. Yeah. Or giant AOE attacks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. But yeah. Oh, wait, so with with an AOE attack, 
If no, doesn't he only do everybody... it for one character? Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, it is a hit character. You're right. It, it, yeah, hit character. it doesn't need to be okay. flurries. My bad. Man, if only Jason had, uh, if only Jason had, uh, what is it? Had mystical. So you could just mind control everybody. Well, that's why you damage. equip them with the, uh, the alchemical fire. Does that, or the alchemical fire? Yeah. Oh yeah, the spectral ring that does the. Yeah. That one. was like way back when Jason was first released. That was the team I played. Was yeah. Hammer Gene and Spectral Ring on him, and just ping all their colossals to death. <laughs> yep. What do you guys think of the new Chase Spider-Man from War of the Realms? He's fun. He's yeah, neat. he's fun. He's not meta. I don't think he's meta, but he's. I, I don't. I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't get the hype. He kind of just doesn't do anything. So the hype. The hype is he does something unique, and he's a Spider-Man. Okay. All right, fair. He's really and, tough to kill. Yeah, he's a, he's really a hundred point character because you better play the Galactus dial on him. Well, okay, so yeah, Galactus dial will will, uh, will help a lot. Okay, so I will say this about the set: the sculpts are good. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact that they are like it's a Spider Man that plays like a Spider Man. It's a it's a mm-hmm. rocket raccoon that played like these are well-loved characters that like you know are doing like they're people's favorite characters they're good sculpts but and i'm i'm i am i am for a tone down of how outrageous some things are mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah i'm i'm a fan of war of the realms i think it's a fun set um i don't think everything and, and we said this in our set review it doesn't not every set needs to be meta shaping yeah um, not every set needs to be Wonder Woman 80. It's okay to have a set that's the Rebirth. Yep. Because I mean, Rebirth there's got to be some good things. Yeah, there's got to be good things that come out of it. I mean, Rise and Fall, a lot of people hated on Rise and Fall when it came out. But I mean, like, you got Blackheart out of it, right? Yeah, so, Rise like, and Fall got... gave us two incredibly meta figures. It yeah. gave Blackheart, the Hellfire Guard, the uh, Emperor Gladiator, Gladiator Mimic. The... Professor X. Mimic yeah. the swap characters. Yeah, yeah I mean, it just created two entire archetypes <laughs> by itself. That's all. Even if yeah. there were no other <laughs> figures in the set. Yeah, that's that's all it did. <laughs> I don't remember what the chases were, but... Oh, no, weapon, no, they were good. Weapon, Diamond Hex, Patch goes on Hellhound. the sideline. Yeah, Diamond Patch was a sideline character. I tried Weapon Hex. I wish it worked out better. Wait, I want to beat Paul, really I want to beat Paul up... if you cheated. Oh, oh what? I would have beat Paul with weapon hacks, but he cheated. I did. What he did swapped out. A, he swapped out a human torch for a human torch. Oh! <laughs> wow. Wow. I think yeah, it was. Yeah, you. Yeah. It might have been Jesse. I think it was you, though. No, I think that was me. <laughs> Interestingly, wow. in Rise and Fall, like none of it was mostly non-chases that were the big yep. figures from that set. Yeah. House of X was similar. House of X only had like one good chase. What was the good chase from House I mean, of X? Apocalypse. Yeah, but that doesn't get, get any play really. Yeah, people kind of forget that Future Foundation is one of the worst sets right now, but. It is a playable wanna... chase set. I mean, I said it's one of the worst 
stats overall. I think yeah, people I forget mean, that because it had Molecule Man. man. Yeah, exactly. People are just like, well, it can't have been a bad set. It had Molecule Man in it. Yep. <laughs> it also had the emotional modifier. That's really good. Yeah, cool. and Best you know, the game. High Evolutionary is a playable chase set. Like, it wasn't terrible. Sure, it wasn't, you know, but like... Had the best it's better or worse, so. the sidekicks and captains that did nothing. But I will say I did I mean, not enjoy playing Future Foundation Sealed because the point yeah. costs were too low. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, I'm playing a, a 295 point game. <laughs> I'm using all the figures. We were at, at, at my sealed, at my sealed, they were selling some old figures. I saw Tom open a booster. I think Herbie was the highest point figure he has. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here. I played in the Future Foundation Sealed, and my team was Molecule Man at 100, Wizard Prime, Stardust. Wow. Yeah, when we did the charity tournament for that, we did three boosters for that reason. Yes, I remember that. I remember like, that, yeah. two booster sealed from that set was, mm-hmm. there was a chance that you literally wouldn't have 300 points of figures. We checked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. War of the Realms is really fun sealed, though. I mean, like, you have a lot of big bruisers in that set. You know, you can pull any... You can pull something and, and do well, even if you don't get a super rare or chase or anything like that. You could pull, you know, um, I mean, like, Shang-Chi's pretty good. It's an uncommon because he's got that flurry exploit. Lady Hawk, Sif Hawk, is one, that, of the, one of the best Lady sealed pieces. Lady Sif's really good. Hawkeye's really good. The uh, mm-hmm. Kate Bishop Hawkeye, she's really yep. good. Um, there's a lot of penetrating damage in that set, so... Um, I wish I could you know, play the sealed. wish I could play sealed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, he plays local. Decided to cancel the event and not tell anybody. Oof. I was very... Yeah, uh, there was a guy who drove over an hour to get come to the store. Nobody told us that the, the, the event was canceled. Damn. We got free, spider, wow. free comic book day Spider-Mans for our trouble. I was very unhappy. That's better than nothing. It, it all it did because, was, was spur my motivation to actually start up my own local. Fair. Okay. Does anybody have anything else to talk about before we wrap up? I don't think so. This was fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun, Jay. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, and, for uh, sure. Okay. Thanks, Jay. Um, somehow I don't have any questions. I don't know. People just don't like to ask questions. Does Ever? anybody have any questions about the uh, about the tournament, like in overall, or I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess the tournament's over. So, <laughs> monsters good, high themes are good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> mid themes are good. Thanos is fine. I was only plus six. That's true. Yeah, yeah you didn't. You didn't win map in the last game. Nope. Nope. I do still think that winning map is the most important part of the game right now. But yeah. Oh yeah. So, what do you guys think about the? I I, I talked with Azareth about this when when we uh, we recorded together. Um, what do you guys think about the map? Um, the current push to change the rules for winning map. What or like the dip, dip, if you're not if you're not aware, it's like, the it's the if kind of like the debate about it, like where like people are take recording data on who wins map, and uh, I feel like there's some people that think they should change. Um, yeah, so what Tony's asking is about the people that are, are pioneering for if you win map, you get to choose to either go first or pick map. I don't like it at all. I do. <laughs> I went on record with that one. I I haven't tried it, but in theory, I'm in favor. 
there is too much benefit to, to winning Mapwork right now. Yeah, I mean, I I'll definitely, definitely agree that. with that. I would have to try it before I was sure that that was the correct solution. But I don't know what the other alternative is. So. I, I mean, but least I definitely Huge. think there should be a change, like, of some sort. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah. Yeah, like, I was actually, I mean, thinking about it, because, like, I, I mean, Azareth was saying before that he thinks you should, you know, if you win map, you should either get to choose the map or choose to go first, but not both. Agreed. But also, I know Jay said earlier that, um, you know you still do have a 15% chance of losing map. So you can't plan your whole strategy around winning map, or it might not be a, a like a good idea to do so. Um, I, I don't know. I personally, and I said this on, on our interview with, uh, with you, Anthony, I personally believe that if you changed it to, to that idea and at least tried it, um, it actually makes more maps more relevant. And it makes the yes. map actually matter. Because right now, the center of the map doesn't matter. Because every game happens in a starting area. Oh. Um, it's either my starting area or yours. The center of the map doesn't matter. So if you changed it to where you get to go first, which is arguably one of the most powerful effects in the game, is going first. Um, because of the way first turn immunity works, um, then I should be able to play on a map that my team works well on. And that also so, kind of makes you change how you build. And so that was my, that was my next question was like, let's say you, let's say the rules are changed and now you, if you win map, if you win the role, the initiative role, you can either choose map or choose to go first. How does that change how you how you build? Like what do you what do you do differently to build? You you have to have a team that can work on maps that you weren't necessarily considering. Because right now there's like seven maps in modern that get played. Maybe seven. Because it's, I either go first and my team works on this map, or I don't and it doesn't matter. And Paul, you said you were, you like the way it is now? Like, what what do you think? Yeah, I think that would, I, I think that would, like, I think that would really narrow what teams are played. Why? But I think it would narrow what teams are yeah. playing. Yeah. Um, I would be... So, it sounds like you don't need to win map anymore. But if you don't win map, you might not get to go first. And going first is very powerful. And very important. Right. So, you can play a team that, like, attacks through walls and then put put them on an ancient hold or whatever so it means that every team has to it basically means that every team has to deal with ancient hold you can't in a very narrow a narrow circumstance but my team also has to be built to play on ancient hold because what if my team's built on play on ancient hold and you choose to not and you choose to play to take the map and not play first 
Okay. So would you would you ever do that? What would be could. better? To, yeah. What, yeah. But what would be better? Would you would it be basically an auto loss to go second, even if even if you chose the map, or like what do you think? Like, um, do you think that those two things are balanced, or is there one that's clearly better than the other? And that's and that's where that's so I think in the way the game is played right now. Going first, winning map roll is so big because going first and playing on a map that your team gets to do whatever it's going to do on. Um, I think it, t- it puts more decision making into building and into that that role to where now it's not an IQ test. Now it's an actual in-game decision that has to happen because you can have a team that could survive going second. But making sure you get to, especially if you get to play on your map. Yeah, like I, mean, I think it makes teams that die if they get hit by a Sky Tyrant a little more viable because you at least, if your opponent is going to Alpha Strike you with Sky Tyrant, you get to pick a map to make it more difficult for them to actually do it. Yeah. But I mean, well, it may play yeah. out more like Paul suspected, where uh, yeah, teams that are on good on Ancient Hold are just really, really strong. I yeah, know. I think I think like Thanos could get like way better. <laughs> it's possible. Um, I I don't know. That seems like it's I, I it seems like it's fine right now. I don't I don't see it as a problem. You I, won. I think the game is way then. too alpha strikey right now. Right. Way too alpha strikey. That's a design problem. That's not a. I think that, yeah. I don't think that has to do with the maps. I think the reason why the game is alpha strikey right now is because you can carry people without penalty. Well, even. Mm, no, it's the amount of TK and full movement charge. Yeah, it's TK and full movement charge. I mean, we just got like a character that just has uh, just free TK. Like, I don't know. Like, they yeah. On, um, they yeah, that's true. You have so, so many different ways, actually. Yeah, there's, so there's even, not bef- even before all of this, Tyler won Worlds by playing high theme go first. Because yeah. that is such a powerful mechanic. Because yeah. he got to pick the map that he wants to play on, which mm-hmm. at the time was Iceberg Lounge, which basically eliminated your opponent's objects. Mm-hmm. Got to play forward with half of his squad and have all of his retails that are untouchable. That is too much advantage for just winning a map roll. And I, I, will, I will argue that case until I'm blue in the face. But I think it at least should be tried. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I, think definitely, like, I think they're definitely taking steps in that direction. Like we've had some progress in that role, you know. Right. So there's, there's the three limit of three. Right? Yeah, like the fact that you can win, the fact that Tyler isn't guaranteed to win map, he's a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How big of a chance it is aside, but I think that there's some progress. But so many teams right now are built in the I go I win map. Or I lose. Yes, for sure. I definitely think, I yeah, the, the whole, the general system of how maps work can definitely be, should definitely be reevaluated. Or just, you know, have another look taken at it. I just think it's, it's such a big change to the game. It's hard to have a. Yeah. And that's why I say, like, it's I, a, think it's it a should be, I think it should be tried. And something well, let me like ask that you something. should be explored. That's a let huge me ask you something. change. That's it. So, like. Let's say that that rule does get changed, and now you can either pick map or go first. Do you ever play a character like Jubilee 
knowing that you're going to end up going second. X-Men swap. But like, yeah, that's true. I mean, like people don't main, main force her really like right now, I guess. So I don't know. I mean, Pat it definitely is. makes people. Patrick good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you got but um, the, pow- the power of Jubilee is on the map. So if you win the map roll, you get to pick out the world castle. Yeah, you don't get to go first, but you have Jubilee. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, is that is that detrimental going second? I mean, yes, but you got to pick your map. You, yeah, you I guess also everything. then your opponent is incentivized not to pick, uh, not to go first against you, because then you still get your Jubilee, mm-hmm. which is a pretty big bonus, especially if you're a swap team. Yeah. Then you get to alpha strike them. Yeah, I just I don't believe winning. I don't believe winning initiative should give you everything. Anyway, I'd be interested if somebody hosted a tournament just to with those rules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we should try it at least, right? Yeah, we can theorize it as much as we want, but I mean, we won't know until. Yeah, try it. Yeah, for sure. DJ and I have had a lot of talks about that. Mm -hmm. Also. Uh, I I think we should see how what 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 rotation does first because that I, I guess that is a little ways away that's four months away right something like that yeah that's fair yeah but that that will be a big rotation well I and I don't I don't so the 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 initiative concerns and issues is less on the figures and more just on the advantage from the mechanic. So I don't think yeah, I mean, I've, I've actually thought this long before Sky Tyrant was released or anything. Yeah. I just think getting to choose both is powerful. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. Sorry if I got a little ranty there. No, I think it's I mean I think it's a it's something that's uh an important discussion because I think a lot of people are talking about it right now, so. Mhm. Okay, so that sounds like that's everything. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being on today. Thanks, Robert. Uh, I want. Thank you. What? So thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, for thanks, sure. Um, I want to thank our patrons whose support helps us bring this and any other content to you. If you want to become a patron, the site is <clears throat> patreon.com/slash/asaclux. We have a patron Discord, the next episode, and other benefits even at the lowest tier. If you want to use Podbean to either host a podcast or if you want to advertise with them, you can get either a free month of hosting or $100 of ad credit. We have all the usual social media, including a Facebook page and group, a Twitter, Instagram, and whatnot. Uh, I want to plug our friends and show affiliates. Uh, Devin Adams has the Happy Little Hero Cooks YouTube channel and Patreon. Aries has the usual Facebook page, Patreon, and stuff. In addition, of Clicks. Uh, com has obviously a website at a Patreon, and I don't know, what, what does Coffee Clicks have? You have the YouTube channel. Uh, we have a YouTube YouTube channel. I also have a YouTube channel. I also do have a Patreon. I have uh, YouTube, Discord, Facebook, all the usual stuff. And, uh, yeah, go go check it out. Um, you know, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, thanks so much for listening, and we hope that you make sure to have fun the next time we play Hero Clicks, whether it's competitive or casual. <laughs>